Episode of the Bad Taste Video Podcast. I am Mike. I am Anthony. And I am Grizz. And we are back up to full power, sort of. Anthony. Yeah, last of the year. Anthony's, made it. Anthony's sick, but he came I, out just I, for us. Yeah, Fucking I missed two weeks. I, I, yeah, <laughs> I missed two weeks because of my job, but I was not going to let... My wife's like, you're going to bed, right? I'm like, no. I, I got, got something to do. I got something to do. <laughs> you're going? I'm like, yes. Utmost <laughs> <laughs> importance. He yeah. stuck it out for the last episode of the year. Anthony has to be here for this one. We let him slide for Christmas. Yeah. It's all right. He missed he missed an f- amazing movie last week, though. So Yeah, he missed Feeders 2. I hope he gets what, a chance to watch it. Uh, we did, what did we have? Feeders, uh, Feeders 2. And zombie Rampage. Zombie Rampage. Okay. Um, yeah, but you're back. for Christmas Evil, so... Yeah, it was great. Yeah, and uh, we're back this week with one of your favorite, if not your favorite, uh, shot on video films. Oh yeah, video violence. Definitely from 1987. Um, Anthony, this was your first time watching it. We watched it right before uh, we recorded this. This was your what 200th time watching it? Yeah, something like that. At least. (laughs) No, it's so funny about like when you watch. I was saying to Mike when we were watching it that. For video film, like the videotape film, it's pretty. Um, some of the the framing is fantastic. I think the only I loved it. I just think the biggest drawback is like the length of scenes. Like if they just cut the <laughs> yeah. add off of uh, like the gristle off of some of those scenes, it's like pretty impressive, especially for 1987 for what cameras they were using. Yeah, I agree. That's a I spot agree. on there, critique for sure. Something. Yeah. Some of the scenes do go on pretty long. Uh, you know, they could have been. This could have been cut down to maybe what an hour and twenty minutes, hour and fifteen minutes. A lot of bullshit dialogue, for sure. Yeah, it was, but it was what an hour and a half. It's like a legitimate yeah. hour and a half with you a lot of these. Before the ending, a little bit. Too. Yeah, you yeah. Started. You're like, yeah, yeah. It's a giant slow mo <laughs> scene at the end. Like, oh, that's oh, funny. Yeah. Oh. Especially like these camp video releases too. Well, this was a camp video release, uh, shockingly, right? Um, like things like uh, Death Row Diner. That movie's literally an hour long, and they throw in like a half hour worth of other shit on the fucking video. Oh yeah, that. Uh, yeah, this one goes right yeah. into the movie instead of a lot of the other uh, camp video releases. They show like that trailer montage in the mm-hmm. beginning. Um, this, this this is like a legitimate shot on video film it's so, not just like a piece of shit <laughs> so uh gary cohen the director of this he uh he basically filmed this out after he got finished to two different companies one of them being camp video and i guess camp ended up taking it because they were the only one that was willing to put out a, a cover art design to go with the film and they 
killed it, dude. I love this cover so much. So Yeah, yeah. This is an iconic uh, VHS tape, a Camp Video big box release. They did release a slipcase, right? In the 90s, yep, towards the end there. Yeah, but uh, we both have the big box, right? Oh, geez. And, uh, and even Anthony said before, like, wow. The, that's... Pr- the principal photography on it is great. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, it's like, the, if you look at the back of the box, like that, those photos look fantastic. They look legitimate, yeah. yeah. This is on the level of things like, uh, let's see, uh, like Blood Cult, right? Where, like, it was a shot on video film, but it's like a good shot on video yeah, film. Blood Cult like, is kind of credited as being one of the first shot on video films that was ever done. So I think that's why they, they pay homage to that in this film. There's a scene where you see, you know, they talk about Blood Cult. So it's I think that's the reason why they did that. You got Blood Cult, man? Of course I got on United, baby. Yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got the one with the uh, the medallion on it? Uh, the uh, the gold uh, medallion? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> um, this, what what would you say is another one? Maybe like uh, Boarding House, yeah, right? Yeah, that's another one that's kind of a polished turd, if you will. You know? yeah. <laughs> Not like Copperhead, right? <laughs> oh, dude, don't even waste your time on that crap. <laughs> Have you ever heard of any of these? No. No? Oh, man, we're going to be I watching like something. If you want to watch snakes uh, die, you know, check out Copperhead. Dude, they can, legitimately, like, start, like, killing kill snakes in this movie. He, he show, uh, what was that movie you showed me last year? Eating like, Alive? Not Eating Your Alive. Em- 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 yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the Emerald Jungle. Fuck that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I, was I, was telling, so dis- I was so upset. I was telling him today about that. Yeah, I was, was like, oh, man, you should have been here for that one. <laughs> <laughs> I was so upset. Like, what the fuck is this? No, that's hard, man. Uh, that animal shit uh, is tough. It's yeah. it's the Italian way, man. They don't give a fuck. <laughs> they didn't care. So, Video Violence, released in 1987 on Camp Video. Never saw a release in a movie theater, right? No, absolutely <laughs> or, not. Or uh, maybe you saw it... Um, uh, Played through a VCR at a movie theater, but never on 35 millimeter. <laughs> I've had the uh, the pleasure of seeing this at an old school drive-in, so that was a highlight of my movie seeing life. VHS Fest. Yeah, VHS Fest one. Shout out to Mahoning Drive-in. Wow, my people the, down there. The place where everybody uh, converges on the East Coast. Yeah, <laughs> it's that's why everybody that collects VHS tapes on the East Coast knows each other. It's a sloppy family <laughs> reunion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like you said, this was uh, directed by Gary Cohen, and he also did Captives. I want to uh, see it, dude. Which, I haven't. What, what's uh, the other one, uh, the other name for it? Mama's Home? Mama's Home, yep. And uh, the VHS cover is quite uh, quite the, the, the scene. Um, that was released right after Video Violence 2, I think, right? Uh, that was actually made in between the two. So it was oh, Video it was. Violence, Captives, and then uh, it would be Video Violence 2. As far as I went, when they were made, I'm not sure. Maybe they were released not in that order. but Yeah, so uh, like he said, there is a Video Violence 2. Uh, it was released the year after this. Uh, pretty much the similar uh, idea, only Howard and Eli have like an actual show on cable television like a public access show <laughs> it's way more slaps not slapstick but no, it's I way more right. like yeah comedic. slapsticky i think that's a yeah yeah for. it's it's a it's a bit more ridiculous so gary uh, <laughs> gary pico and the director of this uh now you can find him in new jersey he is the director of the play in the park 
uh, community theater down there. I guess he has like over 50 plays and stuff under his belt. He writes books about acting. So he uh, he left the world of, of gore long ago and <laughs> takes things a little bit more seriously now. But it's cool that he's still a part of it in some way or another. Yeah, I mean, he's still doing his thing. That's all that matters. You would never think he made something like this, but... Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, compared to what he's doing. I mean, I, I mean, he does... He still does some horror stuff. I guess one of the shows that he's doing now is like a, a Frankenstein high school or, or something like that and like a high school monster musical. So he's, you know, just kind of pandering to the the normal crowd, I guess, of, of things. Yeah, and he said that the idea for this film came for when he was working at a video store. And uh, he said that there was a customer that was uh, way more concerned over the sex rather than the, the violence in the videos. And he said that that always stuck with him. And they actually pay homage to that. They do. When the woman's renting Blood Cult and asks if it's rated R for violence or for nudity, right? Yeah, and he's like, oh, I don't think there's, uh, you got to be worried about the violence more than the nudity. In that. And she's like, yeah, oh, yeah. great, then my kids can watch it. There's a lot of little, like, things. You're looking on the wall of the shelves of, uh, like, the shelves of VHS tapes. And it's like, oh, fuck. Like, there's, like, there's a creep show you see. There's, Gore Gore uh, Girls, also, the big box. Yep. The the uh, midnight video release. Pieces. Uh, there was a whole bunch. Yep. That You know, it's funny that he says, like, oh, that chainsaw video. Yeah, that there's a hillbilly guy that comes he, in. Yeah, pieces. <laughs> um, yeah, this movie's really cool. Like, it's, it's really, uh, really a throwback to that rental store time period, right? And especially, like, in a small town. And uh, I know I grew up in the suburbs. What about you up there? Oh, dude, I grew up in the... Okay, for, just to put it into perspective, my graduating class had 54 kids in it. So yeah. I came from <laughs> the Hicks, man. And I worked in a small little uh, family video up here for, for years and, like, at, you know, right out of high school and stuff. So I love this for that reason because it looks like yeah. the video store that I worked in. So Yeah, this is definitely, like, a snapshot of, like, what would you say, the late 80s into the mid-90s, oh, right? Yeah, for sure. I still own some of the tapes from that video store, mind you. Those are my prized possessions. That's awesome. Hell Actually, yeah. my video, my video violence two tape is from a local video store. It makes it that much cooler, so, in my opinion. Yeah, it's a local find. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll stop bugging you for it then, because it's local. TV, so. <laughs> so, um, we have uh, a couple main characters in this film. Um, the bigger ones, I would say, are Howard and Eli. Right, uh, Howard, played by Bart Summer. And Eli, played by, how do you say this, Yuki or Yuke? Yuke, Yuki? I thought that was a mistake. (laughs) That was a mistake. Yeah, and and, uh, apparently he's only been in video violence one and two. Yeah, I mean, nobody in this movie really did anything except for, for, for Howard. I mean, he went on, I guess, that Bart Sumner dude. He did a bunch of different things TV-wise. Um, yeah, yeah. He was in that Art movie Neil. Uh, Punks with, uh, what the hell is that guy? Uh, the Fonz there. He was in that movie with that guy. Oh, Henry Winkler. Yeah, yeah. So, he had a pretty long career. I think he's still working to this day also. Yeah, he's got some projects that are in post-production. So, I mean, there's got to be something going on there. I wonder if he would ever talk about this film, oh, or does he it. try to forget about it? I'm gonna bug him, dude. Probably I'm gonna try to find it. him and bug him. <laughs> he's, I think he's like in that reachable area. Oh, totally. Of uh, <laughs> fame, you know what I mean? He did the uh, Wayans Brothers have, show. He's totally reachable. 
Oh, oh hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we'll ask him about that, too. Uh, Art Neal plays uh, Steve Emery, and Jackie Neal plays Rachel Emery. I guess they're husband and wife. Um, and we have, what's his name? Kern? I can't, I don't know. Rick. Ricky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's the other. I don't know what the fuck his name is. Oh, uh, right now there's a shot of the video store and there's a Friday the 13th Part 5. Oh, I knew you were going to mention that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. You know what's funny? Like, uh, some people ask, like, oh, where did, where'd you get this, like, the name for this, this podcast? And uh, it is from the movie Bad Taste. But it's not because of the movie. It's because of one of the local video stores we used to go to when I was a like a very young kid. They had the Bad Taste movie poster in the video store. Oh, How fucking yeah. cool is that? Love it. And like I'll never forget that. That was the one by the pool on Jerusalem Avenue. Oh, the, the, and that's the video game store now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, when a little, were, little history lesson for you. You were a little Mikey. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, little Mikey running around the town fucking pool, trying not to get kidnapped, right? <laughs> don't go, get, yeah, don't go. Trying to get kidnapped. Yeah, yeah, don't go over to the van over there. Whatever you do. <laughs> so, uh, what do you say we hit the trailer and we'll start talking about the movie? This time, Mr. Emery, another active uh, video bot. <laughs> this morning, we found a tape in our Dropbox. It was a tape of a murder shot on video. This town has a strange preoccupation with violence. The only thing we seem to rent are gory horror movies. The big thing to do on Saturday night is sit in front of the tube and watch people getting killed. (laughs) You lay off them monster movies for a while. You stick with the kitty stuff. Okay, so video violence from 1987. Do uh, you want me to give a little synopsis of the film, or yeah, do one of you want to try? Dude, this is this is your time to shine every week, so we're not going to take that away from you. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> right. maybe, maybe next decade I'll do it. Yeah, so. <laughs> I'll start. Well, we do star, man. <laughs> I could dream. Uh, so... Uh, Steve and Rachel move from New York City to a small town in New Jersey where they open up a video store and some of their customers want more than videotapes. They want blood. See? There you go. That's not bad. No, yeah. (laughs) I like your enthusiasm. Um, Yeah, hey man, I'm I'm wanna try to get the them. Like like like, I'm just wanna get straight to it. Like I understand I understand the the plot element of the town's in on it for movies, but do they eat them? Like, are they also cannibals? No. I think uh, he, the I guy looks as... Yeah, right? They put that in there. I think Howard was going to eat one of them. He asked yeah. for a half pound of arm. That's okay, I, I think thinking. that's why it's thrown in. 
you yeah. think it's just like a joke or you think that's I don't know. In the movie, <laughs> I, I feel like it's yeah. a gag for sure. I don't. I don't. Yeah, yeah I agree. They, yeah. We, oh, we're we're filming at a deli. Can we get a deli slicer? Yeah, yeah. yeah they always work it in. <laughs> so this movie, before we even like start talking about the movie, can we start Sorry, talking about ask. the uh, the music? I of, love it of this film. It's, Holy shit, dude! <laughs> it's 1987 in a nutshell. It's awesome. Yeah. So every like the opening theme, I have a, I have a little bit of it here. Even this is like really funny to me. It works so well for the movie. I like I don't get sick of hearing this in the film. And they have like a a similar theme that's like a little bit darker. A little right? bit of a heavier like synth on it. Yeah. 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 There's tons of good music. Oh, man. This this just I want to listen to this when I take a shower in the morning. <laughs> it's inspirational. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, more partial to um the um Dracula takes a bride. Oh, score. oh <laughs> Anthony. Oh, it's Anthony you my hit favorite. Me, you hit me right uh right in the heart. It's always my favorite growing up. <laughs> my favorite movie. So uh <laughs> Here's the here's the vampire takes a bride theme. The vampire. <laughs> it's like uh, Castlevania. Yeah. <laughs> this this is like legitimately good music, and this guy only did it for I think Video Violence One, Two, and Captives. Yeah, I feel Sick. like this is some music that like Gangrel would have came out to and shit like yeah. that yeah. back in the day. <laughs> this is like the music they would play in like the uh, the line when you were going to like the haunted house, <laughs> and, like your local like fire department or some shit, right? Like they're playing it off a cassette. Oh, dude, it's so spot on. <laughs> Look that extra. I really do feel like Bray Wyatt as a female does pull a lot of influences from like. VHS movies like yeah. think about it like, oh no the way it? that they film those segments and yeah. stuff are you familiar with uh, with wrestling oh yeah for at sure all? Yeah. yeah so have yeah. you seen own. like the new Bray Wyatt character the it's Fiend great Oh, see, I can. I, I'm familiar with wrestling up until like the Attitude Area era. Uh, don't uh, don't uh, catch me with any we're talking about, shit. Yeah, we're talking about current all right, stuff. All right, all right. All right. We'll have nerds. to we'll have to get you back. Hold <laughs> up. <laughs> but yeah, the the music in this is great. This is a very well done shot on video film. Uh, this was only shot on video probably for cost reasons. It's not like this guy didn't know what he was doing or he's untrained. This, this was a really, really well thought out and done film. The story is cohesive, right? There's an ending. You could follow it. it people don't just disappear unless they're killed. Great story. <laughs> and it, it's, like you said, it's filmed well, but also the audio quality is good. You don't feel like you're watching, like, the movies that we just watched the past few weeks. This doesn't feel like those at all. Even though this was made previous to those it feels like a much better made movie than the past two that we watched. Yeah. Yeah. This looks like something that you would see on TV. Yeah, for sure. Like, yeah. Like a made for TV movie. That's a great. Yeah. And they yeah. even reference that. We'll talk about that a little later, but they do reference that in the movie. Yeah. The only issue I really have is once again, it's like, it's, it pisses me off. It's well thought out. It's shot very well. But the biggest drawbacks are like things that could be fixed. Like it's things, too dark. Things, it's too dark. 
and and just Agreed. just cut the fat like like that would like that's the easy part. You filmed it. Yeah. Just yeah. just cut off some fat. Well, you have maybe don't film a car scene with them talking in the car for ten minutes, and then about you, nothing. It has yeah. nothing to do with anything. Oh yeah, there's scenes of you, like Stephen and Rachel talking that really go on for so long that don't need to happen. Also, there's yeah, exactly. I, I jump through a lot of that when I watch it. You have the DVD of this, or is there a Blu-ray of this? There's a, a DVD combo pack. That so has it's a like, Blu-ray DVD? No, it's just uh, it's a it's actually two VHS tapes and two uh, DVDs of part one and two. So have you watched the DVD? I have not watched the DVD version. I, I only ever watch this when it's on my uh, my VHS. And Anthony, you said you looked on YouTube, it's and on it. it looks it looks equally as dark yeah. on YouTube. So if that's yeah. the DVD rip, then it's equally as dark. Do you notice the mustache? I just realized the mustache length change. <laughs> he had a thick mustache when he walked into the building. Now, now it's gone. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's what uh, my hair yeah. going to look like at VHS Fest next year. Oh, my God. Oh, that's skull. what my hair would look like. I'm going to look like that guy and wear the wig. Um, I got to mention this guy we were talking about real quick. This There's like this, this officer who basically, the yeah, the sheriff of this town. And, dude, I feel like I was watching in the heat of the night. He was like this, like, Mississippi, like, southern officer Sarcastic in New Jersey. I'm like, well, he's so out of character. It's so funny. Yeah. What's his best line in the movie? Oh, he had a couple really good ones here. Let me, uh... Did you get any? Uh, did you pull any for the audio clips? Would you say that this is maybe one of his best lines? Let's just chalk this up to a vivid imagination and a not very funny practical joke. <laughs> now I'm just gonna forget this whole thing. But my advice is, you lay off them monster movies for a while. You stick with the kid. My dude chewed up the Stuff. scenery, man. Mr. Emery, <laughs> fucking. He's fucking in it. And, like, he acts. <laughs> he's acting. And no, no, what's, no, what's really like weird to me is that like a red flag instantly for me is like, motherfucker, that's a straw hat. Like, you know, <laughs> what cop wears a straw hat? Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. I'm allowed. I'm the chief. I get to do what I want with my southern twang. Stick to the kitty stuff. Yeah. But no, he's really he's trying to act. Well, you know what? That's another thing for a shot on video film. Yeah. The acting in this is great. Yeah. yeah. Compared There's to other ones, oh, for sure. Dude, well, I, I think compared to anything, the, the acting in this is good. Everybody's good. Uh, Steve's good. He, Rachel's good. Ricky's good. Howard and Eli are good. Even the lady at the end that, like, sets them up. That's all, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah. He kind of looks like Jerry from Parks and Rec. <laughs> and uh, and Steve kind of looks like pig vomit. <laughs> I think he looks. I think he looks a lot like that, that actor that played in um, Fast Times at Ridgemont High and uh, Ghost, the guy on the train. Oh, get off my train! He, he looks so much like him. It's like his brother or something. So, what do you think about like the whole setup for this? That they came from New York, where Steve used to own a movie theater. And uh, they opened up this video store in the town where every single person has a VCR. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think it, it, like you know we were talking about before that the writing of the film is so good. It's such a good you know build up, and it, you, he, you're able to use 
that backstory in so many different ways in the movie that it just really goes to show how good the writing is. You know, I, I, they even talk about him being from New York in the one scene he's saying how, you know, when I'm in New York, all these people want to talk about these classic films and they want to talk about being a critic and this and that. He's like, all they want in this town are these horror movies and slasher flicks. So, you know, it, it really allows you to, to have this buildup of these characters in the movie. Yeah, actually, uh, I think I may have that clip here. I'll tell you what's strange to me. When I had my movie theater in New York, all anybody wanted to talk about was movies. I mean, I'd go stand out and mingle with the people waiting online or standing in the lobby, and everyone was a critic. They all wanted to talk about the new Woody Allen or the new Spielberg film, and I figured that would carry over into the video business. <laughs> and all these people want are horror movies and slasher films. And occasionally a triple Xer from the back. <laughs> True. Those are all uh, things that I want. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, you're you're right that that's like another. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. So uh, <laughs> I just I, like how he acts like New York is so far, but like we already established that they even say they're an hour. And, like, don't they even say they're like? Oh, yeah, I guess they don't say they're from Jer- they're in Jersey. Uh, yeah, he well, does do mention it. He does, oh, he, mention, does mention he does mention the town name it, uh, towards the end of it. He's like, he, you know, something about, you know, what the hell are these people doing out here in, you know, middle of nowhere French town or whatever like that. Oh. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they do say French town, which right. is in New Jersey, which yeah. is halfway between us and the Mahonic driving. Yeah. <laughs> which is also right across the, uh, the border from New Hope, Pennsylvania. So I don't know if you guys are Ween fans, but that's my favorite band of all time. So they are from New Hope. <laughs> Big wow! To ween. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I went. I went to school in Boston. Yeah, there are a bunch of ween heads up there. Fuck yeah. <laughs> where were Where were you in Boston? I was born in school in Central Massachusetts. What's the name? They used it? Uh, but a cool thing about that pl- the place I used to go to school. It's a town called Hardwick, and they had a deli video store, and they had ten movies, and that was it. It was like <laughs> Batman '89, wow. and like ten copies in Inside Out starring. <laughs> Um, Kevin Clinton. That's all they had there. You like that pole beard? You like yeah, that? That's, that's really something. Also filmed on Long Island. By yeah, the way, yeah, so no, you're right. So, um, what do you think about like the uh, whole setup of Howard and Eli in this? Uh, they become almost like a, like a Freddy Krueger esque character, right? Like they're uh, more of the the stars of the show in part two um they take over the the video violence show i guess i think they're kind of the stars in part one too i guess in my opinion when i watch it so well like i think you don't think it's steve i steve is kind of like the you know he's the main character but he's not the hero of the film for me you know i, I always root for the bad guy though so i look for the oh, yeah. <laughs> you know the I, biggest I asshole think in the did- film Traditionally, I would say Steve is the main character. Of oh the yeah, film. yeah, for sure. Yeah, a rewrite. What I would do, I would, I would have. What's the friend's name? Rick. Rick. The, the, the I, guy that works with him. Yeah, I would have built that up somehow. Like maybe he doesn't get killed. Maybe he just gets beat up. And then after the wife finds out the serial number thing, you kill her and you just build on the friendship. I oh, think. I think. Sick. I think. I wanted more of that friendship. <laughs> you missed yeah. Rick. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, I think that was a cool thing they yeah. did, though, too, is that, you know, he had the employee who was Ricky, 
who when they first get this tape that mysteriously shows up at the video store and it shows this, uh, you know, it shows what they looks like to them to be a real murder of somebody. Yeah. Uh, you know, the guy goes to the cops and, you know, Ricky come, they come back and Ricky's missing, you know, and that's a cool way that they tie in the Eli and Howard character is you get a shot of them later on in the film, come into the video store at that same time and they come in and they, they're, you know, they, they attack Ricky and there's a really yeah. great scene where they're choking Ricky out on an April Fool's Day poster <laughs> and he's like got him off the ground choking him to death and I just, I thought, I love it. I love all the little like oh here's a cool horror movie here here's a cool uh, horror movie here and you know for a horror buff it's a lot of fun to pick out let me play you a little clip of Howard and Eli so you could kind of get an idea of what their characters are like because I think this introduction really kind of shows off their personalities right here's Eli good evening ladies and gentlemen and welcome to the Eli show brought to you from our basement collection good good you look real good Eli thanks thanks Howard we're here with tonight's guest, Miss Lori Edwards. Age. So they have a woman tied up on a chair, right? Hitchhiker. And, uh, I picked up Miss Edwards yep, hitchhiking hitch- on the edge of town huh? and slipped her a little sedative. <laughs> she should be waking up. <laughs> Any minute now. And, and all the stuff he's doing, he's doing it in like almost like a comedic Eli. way. Well, oh, we very slapsticky. First... There's the straight-edge razor. Oh, shit. Then, the scissors. <laughs> Never good. And, of course, there's that all-time favorite, the ice pick. Oh, melts my heart. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, like, they're, they're two guys that they're making these uh, basement tapes, as they call them, right? That that should be your next band, man. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's a great name. <laughs> By the way, that's that scene where they kill Ricky uh-huh. is probably the best lit scene out of the whole fucking movie. Yeah, you can actually like, see what you happens. You can actually see everything. It's funny because yeah. all the stuff they do outside, all the stuff they do in like um, Steve and Rachel's house, you could see pretty well. But like indoor in the, lighting's expensive. Yeah, man. Yeah. I don't know certain see, spots. I, it's just I, too dark. I guess I, I don't know, guys. I think that there's. Like that, that that scene that we were just listening to there, there's a great shot of like him carving Eli into her chest with a straight razor, and like they don't yeah. show it close well, up. No, well, but you get a good. good you get a good scene of that with the light, yeah. and the, the, the pickaxe. It wasn't the, even, dude. It wasn't even stuff like that. It was just certain like dialogue scenes, like where you just it was like just lost in you know. Oh yeah, like the I, shadows I, I, I of will, the tape. Yeah. Yeah. For sure, like I, I like I said, the, the yeah. Steve and Rachel conversations, like we we're watching right now on the screen, went on for yeah. God way too long, man. Oh, it was yeah. unwatchable. Whenever there's an establishing shot, like of there's must be at least five established shots of Steve and Rachel's house. I still don't know what house that fucking looks like. I, no <laughs> I just see a door, right? Yeah, Tell absolutely. me what that house looks like. Tell me, like it looks like the back of a warehouse or something. Like, I have no idea. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so like you were saying, Steve and Rachel have many conversations and a lot of them have to do with these videotapes. And like a lot of the other movies and uh, more of a Todd Sheets thing, I would say, or maybe Todd Sheets got it from uh, Gary Cohen. Maybe. They have a lot of references to shot on video, right? Oh, very uh, self-aware. That's for sure. Poking fun at. Here's, Here's one that I find very funny when Steve's explaining it. I know, he probably just taped a horror movie off of television. The whole thing was shot on video. I mean, it had the same quality as 
a soap opera, one of those rotten commercials. <laughs> so, like, they always put it down. They make it seem like it's like a bad thing, right? <laughs> and I guess, like, when, you know, in interviews, Cohen has said that that was kind of another part of the reason why he wanted to make it was that they were very self-aware of what they were doing and they just wanted to have fun with some equipment that they had so like they just highlighted that a bunch because they were like let's make one that's really good and they they accomplished that so yeah yeah and uh they did do a good job and it's probably because they were self-aware oh yeah Um, they didn't take themselves seriously so. Yeah, and uh, there's a lot of really actually effective scenes in this. Like, we just saw one where the woman's walking the dog, and you see, like, a hand sticking out of a garbage bag, and then there's a rip in the top, and you see, like, Ricky's denim jacket. Uh, like, that's a cool scene to me. But why do really they cool cut scene. to a B-roll of him looking out of the store, then go to the hand, then go back to the B-roll well, of the store? Well, he's it looking doesn't for, make sense. He's looking for Ricky, man. <laughs> he's know, worried that is, about things him. Things that could make this movie great. Things <laughs> I agree with him there because it does make it seem like he saw what just happened and yeah. uh, okay. does not. With, so. the, with the ominous music also. Yeah. Don't use crossfades. <laughs> Don't use crossfades. Um it, it and is. she doesn't know how to hold a baby, by the way. I don't even think that's a real baby. <laughs> no, it's a real baby, man. No, dude, it's a real... Wait, that, that is baby, that a real baby? That baby might have died. Yeah, I guess it is. See, like, right here, you should be able to see what tapes are on the wall, but it's all washed out, right? Like, it's all... You can't see. It's too I, dark. I've legitimately, like, paused this scene so many times to, alien? like, try to see what's going on. I don't even think that is alien, man. It's so alien, hard to see. I think the one uh, in the corner is life force. Okay. It is uh it is really fun to like look at the wall and try to find like tapes that you recognize oh, or tapes yeah. that you have. It's like a fucking um, where's Waldo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so what would you say were some of the better like uh Howard and Eli moments or just the kill sequences from this movie, which it's mostly Howard and Eli in this one. Uh besides like maybe the deli or the beginning. What were what were some of your guys' favorites? No, I th- I thought the vampire kill was pretty like just because you it like was so, that. Oh it was just silly. It All was right, just, all right. So I wanted the teeth to fall out to for it was very artistic. Like, oh, it is a movie. Yeah, I absolutely I love <laughs> the vampire takes a bride part from this movie. Yeah, and even like the aftermath. So Steve is basically gonna show Rachel like what one of these tapes is like, and he's like, "Are you ready for this?" And they put the movie in. And it's got like a title screen. It's called uh, uh, The Vampire Takes a Bride. And it is something else. The music we played before is fucking crazy. Um, it looks really creepy, right? Yeah. Like it's shot super like creepy. Yeah, the lighting but, and everything is very like, like kind of like very contrasty and everything in it. It's, it's weird. Yeah. And they referenced this actually in part two also in the beginning of the movie. Yep. Right? They, they're filming a vamp, The Vampire Takes a Bride or like part two or whatever or the actual film. I don't know. Yeah. Back in but, New York uh, City, this was playing with, what was it, Dawn of the Dead? Was playing no, with no, this, Night of the Living no, Dead. No, Night of the Living Dead. Yeah, that's what yeah, it was. So Steve, yeah, Steve calls back to New York to ask his like yeah. friend who's a horror buff have you ever heard of this movie? And there's a recording that there's a double feature of Night of the Living Dead. And uh, <laughs> the vampire takes a bride. Yeah, and the vampire takes a bride. So here's a cool yeah, little I'm Easter egg sure. that, yeah. uh, that happened with that, too, with that scene. There's, in the beginning of that vampire takes a bride, there's a little, like, uh, 
you know, credit scene that says uh, Little Zack Productions. And it's actually yeah. the same production company that uh, Cohen used for the movie itself. So it was like yeah. him using that same production company within the movie that he's using it for. I thought that was a neat That's thing. That's really fun. Like we're watching a real tape. Like yeah. Real yeah. Tape. Exactly. And, and I like uh, the reaction that Steve has to this movie. Now, that looked like a professional film. Did all the other ones have titles? No. No titles, no music. That doesn't look like a Hollywood vampire movie either. I mean, first off, it was daylight. See, like, <laughs> see his reflection in the mirrors. Like, you can tell it's self aware. Somebody took time to edit it. Yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah. it's it, like they are self aware. <laughs> Things like that, like little jokes, like, that's really funny. I, I, to me, like, that stuff cracks me yeah. the fuck up. You know, what I noticed, like, in this scene right here is that I'm pretty sure that guy is the second cameraman. And that camera is like. They probably shot this with two cameras. That's probably the other camera. No, yeah, legitimately, yeah. there's scenes that are definitely POV for that guy, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm pretty positive that that's how they did it. I'm pretty sure that's a cameraman. It's sure. it's definitely possible because you could see like the there's two different qualities of the film, mm -hmm. like that's interspliced. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it looks like they used multiple cameras. Oh yeah, there's only two take. There's only two shots of any any scene in this film at any given time. So like it was definitely shot with just two camcorders. Yeah. yeah. So this whole movie is basically Steve trying to figure out who is killing people in this town, but he doesn't realize that the whole town is killing people in this. Yep. Town. The police are in on it. The the local deli's in on it. I mean, you name it. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, he's basically being taunted by these people throughout the film. And for such a low budget, like shot on video, limited release, you know, there wasn't even a lot made of this. Uh, it's really done very well. Yeah. And I don't know if it would have the same effect if it was shot even on like, um, you know, a higher grade type you know actual film like 16 millimeter or no, something like that the effects aren't there for for 16 millimeter i don't think man i think it would look pretty poor the camcorder i think is the perfect choice for this yeah this could be a black mirror episode though they, could, they, so? they could make this they could square them, they could make this uh, movie it's a total twilight zoney for sure yeah, yeah exactly yeah but i feel like because it's shot on video it makes it look kind of like newer it doesn't yeah. look like it's 1987 you know what I mean? It looks a little bit more uh, oh, I current. Could, yeah, I could see that for sure. Because even stuff like the abomination and shit, like that stuff looks old. You, oh, so yeah. close you know what I mean? Man. And uh, it, it just, even Blood Cult looks old. Oh, Blood you Cult does I mean? look super old. Blood Cult almost looks 70s, man. Yeah, yeah. But that is another, you know, we highly recommend that. We'll probably end up doing yeah. that one day on this show. Uh, you ever see the uh, the sequel? A blood cult revenge no i haven't i didn't know about it no yeah 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 you should check that one out maybe we'll do that one too to we'll put say. it on the list <laughs> yeah put it on the list so i think one of my favorite uh, eli and howard uh kill moments i know you you mentioned it a little bit but some uh some transient come into the town to go to this deli 
and the one transient yeah. looks an awful fucking lot like Mike. Let me tell you guys. So <laughs> he's even rocking like he's a fucking the battle vest. Worst actor of the movie. Yeah. The worst actor of the Absolutely. movie. Absolutely. Yeah, he didn't yeah. even like botches a line at one point, and they just yeah. like kept it in the fucking movie. You got some sick magazines, yeah. bro. <laughs> where can we buy? I mean, find the like. Where is the canoes at? So it's just, yeah, like, yeah. so bad. That but anyways, whole sequence is great. They uh, they end up like chopping off the chick that's with this guy's head with like a an electric like meat cutter that you use on like wait, roast wait, wait. beef and but, shit. But but what do they do to them first? Oh, they poison them poison with the uh, yeah with the uh, the lemonade. Dude, Classic. I have a, I have a I have a clip of that because the way that she says this is hilarious. Here you go, nice and cold. Drinking the lemonade. <laughs> I think I'll, I'll take. He pukes. Yeah. It's like New England clam chowder. <laughs> she like just immediately knows. Like we've been poisoned. <laughs> that guy's like, God, I can stop acting. And yeah, just lay down. yeah. He just lays down with his mullet and everything. Hey, her head looks fantastic. Oh, like, dude, the fucking, prosthetic, the prosthetic head in this looks, looks great. great. Really yeah. good. The one. And when what's the guy say? Soup's on. <laughs> yeah. And he drops the head in a stew pot. Yeah. But like his delivery is great. It's like probably because like, it was probably a real thing. He probably was trying to be funny. He's like, soup's on. That's it. And then the following is, scene is the one where they get the uh, take a half pound of arm. I think he says. And yeah. You, you yeah, see yeah. the fake arm being chopped in the meat slicer. It's the gourmet zombie chef from yeah, hell cover, looks, right? Yeah, it looks like a bologna. <laughs> it is, I think. No, or it's, ham, it's maybe? It's got to be bologna, dude. It looks totally I don't know. Bologna. And then they go outside and kill the friend that's in the car. Well, Eli sneaks up. Good. Eli and Howard come pulling up, and they sneak up when the cop and all of them are distracting them, and they... Uh, he gets her with the ice pick, I think, in the... No, yeah, it's, he slides no, it's in knife. the passenger yeah, seat. It's, it's the knife right through the neck, and you just see the blood pouring out of her face. And he, he gets in the car and he drives away. Oh, yeah, <laughs> he yeah, now yeah. has a Jeep. Yeah, it's a pretty badass Jeep Rubicon also. I was saying no, that the Laredo, whole time I that I love was. that fucking yeah, Jeep. Yeah. <laughs> I have to uh, I have to say my favorite kill sequence, I like the beginning one with the guys in the store because that's just like kind of funny. It's kind of like sets up the Oh, whole yeah, we movie. didn't mention that. See the, the blonde girl in the beginning. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where like they're kind of almost joking, you know what I mean? As they're doing, he puts a batting glove on and shit. Yeah, he makes like, out with her really... after he kills her. Yeah, that's that's pretty fucking twisted. But uh, <laughs> uh, I like that one. I like the vampire takes a bride one. That whole sequence is just fucking like just really unsettling. And uh, I would also say that it's not really a kill sequence, but I like the ending, like where she's like, oh, like. There's a new uh, movie coming out, and they just show the picture of like Steve and Rachel, like dead. naked and dead, and like Steve's eyes cut out and shit. I love that like, photo, yeah. dude. I don't know what it is, but I really love that photo. That's like an unsettling photo, it's right? Great. Like yeah. it's really fucked up, and it that's how you real. end the movie. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree 100. percent um, What would you say, like, well, would you say? that this is the shot on video film that you would show somebody who's like new to shot on video. Yeah. That's what I, I've, I've yeah. Like a hundred percent. Like I said before, 
this is a great because it's so well done because the audio quality is good because the story is well written it's not a shot on video that people are going to get turned off by right away which i think a lot of shot on video stuff will turn most you know people off just because they're not used to seeing such a very shit product whereas this is kind of polished enough where you're like hell yeah this is this is kind of fun and it's slapsticky in ways so you get into it real quick yeah it's not like an overly serious movie because there is a lot of fucked up stuff in this but it's not like like say henry portrait of a serial killer right like where it's like it's serious throughout the whole thing so it's like makes you feel fucking like you're a piece of shit after watching yeah like i said the the self-awareness of what they were making too adds to it so 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 anthony as somebody who this is your first time watching the movie yes what would you say like uh would this be a good introduction into shot on video yeah absolutely It's, it's funny it's um I think I think it yeah for sure it's not like all over the place it's pretty organized so it could transition is it's this, got all the elements of like a normal movie that's not shot on video is this a little bit easier than something like the abomination yeah yeah this this was like yeah. more uh, palatable would you say yeah oh I enjoy um, this but, more than the abomination too I mean oh I agree too well this yeah. also has a cohesive story but for sure. yeah. <laughs> um, there's not many of these that have you know a definitive intro a definitive middle and a like definitive ending where it's not like oh what the fuck happened because you know we love todd sheets but those movies don't usually (laughs) dude i feel that way a little bit with blood cult too there's parts of that movie that are very confusing that uh, they don't they just don't make sense right where this thing is cohesive start to finish so yeah yeah Hey man, when you're uh, editing this shit uh, under what? What they? What do you have? Like eight hours to edit this whole film? Yeah, I guess he had a deal for twelve hours at his like a local news station, and then like, the director found out of the news station that he was doing a horror film and like botched the whole thing on him, so they got crunched, which is pretty impressive. I would love to have seen what they did with the full twelve hours. So imagine uh, doing this guy edited in eight hours and it was this long. Yeah. Dude, imagine, oh, no. imagine. Yeah, I, I would give him five. Imagine even. Hours editing this movie on a computer yeah they were on an editing bay they dude he was doing an analog that's yeah. fucking crazy yeah, man yeah yeah imagine doing this in like premiere in eight hours yeah jesus this guy knew what he was fucking doing yeah. holy shit man that's impressive that's why he's an All author these... too he's wrote a bunch of books on shit like this so on what like filmmaking or yeah like filmmaking acting all kinds of stuff man he's, he's got yeah. his hands in everything so that's pretty cool. <laughs> I, I wish we could. Maybe one day we can get him on. True maybe we artiste. can meet him. Yeah, right. Yeah. Maybe we could get him to the. Was he at the Mahonic Drive-In? I don't remember him being that, there. So I also don't remember Jared, much of any of those weekends. So <laughs> Jared Bookwalter was there. <laughs> he was. Yes, I do remember that. And my boy I, uh, Greg I Lamberson was there. So yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So this this is really quite the polished shot on video film i can't really recommend many others that are this good right it's hard to say uh a lot of 16 millimeter stuff you could find that's like a cohesive film but uh yeah shot on straight shot on video maybe things like the house that screamed a little bit yeah (laughs) i I enjoy this more though yeah yeah this is definitely a classic yeah so should we just just blow up the ending for everybody at this point because we kind of already said it. Yo, spoiler alert. Yeah, it's over. Yeah. So, uh, 
So Steve and Rachel are in the video store and somebody comes in and they ask for like an Abbott and Costello film and they think like, oh, what a relief, a normal human. And she actually says this. Well, I made a few friends here last year. The big thing to do on Saturday night is to make a bowl of popcorn and sit in front of the tube and watch people getting killed. And another thing, they, they don't look like the kind of movies you see in the theaters or on TV. What exactly do you mean? I, mean, well, I don't know. They, uh, they look kind of homemade. So she says, like, oh, everybody in this town, like, literally watches snuff films. And they say, oh, can you get us one of these? And she's like, yeah, I could probably borrow one. So as she's leaving on her bike, Howard and Eli pull up in that sick Jeep. Yep. And they abduct her. And dumbass Steve and Rachel follow. And they follow them into a house, into a basement. And who's in there? The whole fucking oh, town. The whole fucking with town. All baby. crazy fucking weapons. <laughs> yeah. And you see, like, you know, it fades to black or whatever. And you see the woman that they were talking to at the end of the movie now running the video store. And they have all the people's names on the uh, on the uh, clamshell cases on the uh, counter. And people are renting all these films. And she keeps saying, like, oh, check out what's on the TV, like the new video. And you see it's Rachel and Steve's dead naked bodies saying coming soon hot new video right <laughs> <laughs> and that's uh the end of video violence i loved it you yeah. loved it anthony it was really good Would, i just need only technical things if it was just just a bunch of fat needed to be cut off this movie and it would be perfect anthony would you say you would be interested in watching part two of this i see yes but i have a feeling part two is not as good i'm not gonna lie i like part two a see fucking this lighting is fantastic best lighting in the whole movie yeah anthony thinks that the tv has better lighting than the actual yeah, look, 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 look at the store look look how big the store looks what's in there uh, I wonder what's in that look store now look, look look how light look how much room they have yeah they're probably using the auto light setting on that um yeah. i wonder what's in this store now you you think it's it's not I a bet video the whole store? Gone. It's the, you think the yeah. whole like building's just gone? Yeah. Wow. Well, we'll see. We'll we'll try to figure yeah, that we'll one out. There. So Anthony, yes. why don't you give uh, your final thoughts on the movie and your uh, rating? Um, good intro movie for people that just want to get into watching videotape horror. I get. I guess I give it. Uh, if I'm doing our, our tipping the scales in this, I would. Um, eight point one. You're gonna you're gonna give us out of ten. We're doing out of five. Oh, we're doing out of five. Okay, he likes it that much. It's been a while. It's been a while. Three point nine. Not bad. Not bad. Okay, Grizz. This movie is a five for (laughs) so many reasons. I think I've made my uh, my case throughout here this entire thing, but uh, I will say, (laughs) if you have a chance to get it, uh, get this movie. To watch it, even on YouTube, uh, you know, like Anthony was saying, you, you got to check it out. If you're just a, even if like you're a horror fan who's like, oh, you know, I like Friday the 13th. I like these movies like that. This will still appeal to you. That's why yeah. this is a five, because it appeals to, I think, any kind of horror fan can sit down and enjoy this movie. 
I agree with you. Uh, that guy looks like Harley Race. I just realized. <laughs> yeah. Uh, actually, yeah, a little bit. It looks a lot <laughs> like Harley Race. Um, yeah, I agree. This is super palatable for somebody that just wants to get into shot on video. This will ease you in. It's pretty fucked up. There is a lot of fucked up shit in this movie. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Uh, it may shock some people that are used to this kind of thing, but it really is uh, well done. It's cohesive. Uh, the effects are good. The story's good. The acting's good. I give it a five out of five. Hell if yeah. you could find this on tape, you know, good luck. <laughs> it's hard to find. It's very expensive. You're going to have to spend over $60 for it. So, really. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is a very expensive one now, unless you find it in the store. But, uh, yeah, even if you could get a, a DVD, any way you can watch it, just check it out. You know, see where yeah, you probably go on Amazon. Someone's got it. They, I, I think maybe they. You know, I'm telling you, have, I'm telling you guys, even the DVD like special edition that can't put out, you're gonna pay like a hundred bucks for that shit, dude. Jesus Christ! Yeah, man, it's, it's it's you can't even find the DVDs of it. It's a hard to find movie. So chances are so, you're gonna have to watch it on YouTube. So check out YouTube yeah, if you right, can. Right, right on Amazon, someone's got it for sixty-five dollars for the, DVD, but it's like it's like part of a compilation. Oh, it's got reviews and it, yeah, but no, you're right. Yeah, well, yeah, it's yeah, you're gonna spend like sixty-five bucks just to. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Copy. It's yeah. an expensive. If you really watch it on YouTube, if you like it a lot, then you buy it. Okay, so I think it's time we do the uh, back of the box. Uh, this one's pretty short and it's very hard to read. <laughs> so let me get my reading light out. Oh my and god! I'll, yeah, dude, it's crazy. Video violence is the ultimate in horror, gore, and campy characters and a twist ending. Instead of the usual psychopathic maniac unleashed on a normal unsuspecting town, we have a normal unsuspecting couple completely immersed in a town of psychopathic maniacs. A transplanted New York couple open a video store in a small country town. One day, Steve, our hero, discovers an unmarked tape among the morning's rental returns. When watching it, for a clue to who the renter might be, he witnesses the violent, bloody mutilation of the town's postmaster. Is it real or is it a gag? Should he try to find the owner of the tape and a possible deranged killer? Could this really happen in his town? Could this happen in your town? Don't miss the shocking conclusion. Yeah, that's pretty pretty accurate. I like it. <laughs> I dig it. Sums it up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, let's spin the wheel. Let's get to Jake and see what we're doing as our first movie of the new year. But you see, the deal is, man, you got to step up and spin that wheel. Once you spin it, where it stops, that's what you and I are going to do. And what happens? Well, we both go in the ring. One man comes out. The other... <laughs> well, no. Okay, so we're back with the wheel. We got a, a full house tonight. We got a new wheel for the for the the new year, I guess. 2020. Anthony, are we gonna have Y2K 20? <laughs> nope. No. All right. All the clocks are gonna still remember, think it's 2020. Do you remember what the big Y2K um, Y2K um, glitch was? A video store in Texas said someone's over, like their tape is overdue by like 70 years. That's pretty funny. I'm not even kidding. We're reading that. Like, oh my god. So uh, let me give this wheel a spin. 
three, two, one. Willow. We're watching Willow. Oh. <laughs> Next week, we will watch The Burning Moon. Oh, dude. Grizz, why don't you give a little explanation of this one? So The Burning Moon. Well, you know what? Why don't, why don't I just grab the back of the box and we'll give a quick recap of everything here. Uh, we can for sure do that. Why don't you? Uh... So, the burning moon. This is what you guys are in for for next week. <clears throat> we find Peter in a frenzied fantasy of unspeakable carnage. So consumed, he is in this grim orgy of torture and bloodletting that he is compelled to share his visions. Peter shows quite a gift for visualizing each of his hideous hallucinations for his sister in a vile collection of bedtime stories. So that's just going to be a little taste of of what's going to happen. It's basically a gore-filled roller coaster. So yeah, this covers nuts. I think so, Anthony uh, is going to be in for it. To be honest with you guys, well, is it is it is it is, is it real footage of animals getting killed? No, no, no. This sad, but so dildos. No, none of that. None of that. This is more of just basically the uh, someone butchering his whole family. You know, that's that's so, what you're going to get. So as long this is the archive footage. I'm fine. <laughs> so this was released in 1992, right? Yes, it's 92. Yeah. On, uh, Dead Alive put this out. Uh, was this a, uh, what was this from Germany? I believe, right? Yeah. I believe the original, uh, is from Germany. Uh, there's another sequel to this also that I think I'm missing from my dead alive collection. I just realized I have like three or four titles that I don't have of dead alive. So I'm on the lookout now, but yeah, if this I could, is German. if I could grab the trailer, I'll put it in here. So maybe you guys can get a little bit of a of an idea of what uh, we're in for. It's all in German. It's subtitled in English, so... So it will be interesting if we could uh, find it. From the people who brought you the Traces of Death series... Brings America the goriest horror film of them all. The Burning Moon. When the moon is full, the blood tide rises. No matter what you've seen, you ain't seen nothing like this. Banned in 14 countries, straight from the German underground, in its original, uncut, uncensored version. The Burning Moon. You want it? Make them get it. I don't know if you guys are familiar that it, it is a. Uh, it was written by Olaf Eitenbach, and he is uh, the madman that has brought us so many gory German classics. So I think we'll probably end up doing a couple of these uh, Eitenbach yeah. films. What else has he done? He, has he done? Oh, you know what? He did violent shit, didn't he? Yep. I'm pretty uh, sure. I, actually, I just acquired Violent Shit Three: Infantry of Doom. So have you watched any is of those? Uh, no, I haven't seen any of them yet. They're apparently crazy. Yeah, you're in for it, dude. They're gonna be. Uh, I, I've, I've seen like clips of them too, on uh, on YouTube and stuff like that. I have yet to see the full version of the movie because I want to watch it on VHS. I'm extremely excited to watch this for the podcast. Uh, it, it's apparently yeah. another classic. It's a staple of the VHS shot on video uh, 
you know, history or whatever you want to say, right? Would you would you agree with that? Yeah, I mean, and Ian Bach is still making movies. I mean, he's like one of those people, like you know, kind of like Mark Polonia, who's still just cranking out as much, and it's still it's low budget stuff, but it's still phenomenal, still super gory, to this day, still doing his thing. So a lot of respect so, for him. Yeah, we'll be watching that one next week. I'm pretty excited. Uh, Grizz, you buy anything? You get anything? Um, you find anything this week? Please. Oh, it's been a hell of a week post-Christmas insanity. I just have been a, a shopaholic on all platforms. Uh, the big thing that I got with the help of a, a good friend of mine here named, uh, named Mike, he uh, alerted, <laughs> he alerted me to the uh, the scare game being posted up on eBay, so oh, I uh, yeah. I sent a fair offer and the gentleman was nice enough to accept. <laughs> so Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas to me and goodbye some money, but well worth it. So not to hey, mention man, I got a it... bunch of brain damage tapes that I just bought off of eBay for super cheap. Some more Polonia yeah, Brothers but... stuff. I went ham, dude. I got a bunch of shit coming. We're gonna we're gonna have to. Uh start keeping that on the down low where yeah. we don't want people to know that we're uh, starting to buy all these oh, <laughs> 90s yeah. shot on video I didn't early buy 2000s. anything this week um, fuck that well it was all yeah well you had <laughs> gift cards yeah that's why yeah that's why <laughs> we have uh, another our friend EK from Laser Graves podcast same thing man gift card crazy right now found a movie we've been well I've been looking for uh, Skeeter, you ever hear of that? Oh yeah, yeah. I've had a copy of that. I think at one point. I'm bit, we've been looking for it. He finally found one. Uh, I'm a little bit jealous. I'm a big fan of those like '90s mosquito movies. So they remind me of my childhood. <laughs> I'm trying to think if that's, um, or I think I had one called Mosquito. Is there one? Yeah, called, that's yeah. the one with Gunnar Hansen. Yeah, that's the one that I had. I didn't have the other one. So something I got this week, which Anthony, I don't know if you've ever heard of this before. You hate it because you say action movies are for jocks. Uh, <laughs> no, you didn't say it. No, Grizz said yeah, it. I, didn't say that. Uh, I got Deadly Prey in the mail this okay. week. Anthony, have you ever heard of that film? What, what's Deadly Prey? It's an action film from what year was that? Uh, Eighty? Was that the eighties? Yeah, yeah it's right. Late eighties. Yeah, late eighties. It's an it's a low budget action film, but it's like fucking a rip off of Rambo and it's crazy. Oh, I think you show me like the cover. Yeah, it's the guy's yeah. fucking screaming, Oh, it's gonna be my Halloween fucking costume. And uh I also got uh so, the Italian Terminator two, aka Shocking Dark, but the Japanese release because I don't believe that was released over here. Uh, would have got sued the shit, I guess. <laughs> so, yeah, I was confused um, by that. That's so. That's nothing to do with like the original Terminator, right? That's something. No, no, different. no. Yeah, so, gotcha. so it's it's the Italian ripoff of Terminator Two, but it was released before the actual Terminator Two. <laughs> that's but great. it was released in Europe under Shocking Dark Terminator Two, and then this is called Alienators, but. Uh, it's pretty interesting. I like these like Italian ripoffs. I have the actual like Italian Alien Two ripoff like that was made before Aliens. That's another good one. But uh, you have to go to Japan for those, dude. Have you, you ever have seen to get them the, from Japan? Uh, have you ever seen the one the, Aliens ripoff? The, it's on Prism Dark Universe. No, I never. I've dude. seen the tape, but I never saw the movie. Pick that shit. Have you up. ever heard of that? Dude, dude no. Grab oh, that shit. It is such. A corny SOV ride, man. There's like an armadillo sex scene and shit. It's wild. All right, it's it's crazy. 
And uh, I also picked up that movie Killers you told me. Oh, I'm five so out of five film. That. that maybe one day we'll do it. Yeah, I'm so um, glad you picked that up. So, Anthony, where could we find you on Instagram? Anthony, um, it's a Bassini on Instagram. Um, only thing I'm going to say, everyone go see Uncut Gems. Yeah, you because, said that was really good, right? Oh, yeah, yeah we talked online. about that. Yeah, I forgot. Online, yeah. Did, did you go yet? Not yet. I, I'm trying to go out this weekend. So, I got some movie tickets for the holidays. So, it, Oh, hell yeah. It, it, movie of the year. It's fantastic. Uh, Grizz, where can they find you? You can still find me at Kane underscore Enabler on Instagram. I hope everybody has a fantastic New Year's coming up. Be safe. Don't do anything stupid. You could find me at Bad Taste Video on Instagram. You can also find all of our stuff at www.badtastevideo.com. We have our Instagram, our YouTube, our Twitter, uh, everything that you can think of. And if you're listening to us on uh, iTunes, please give us five stars. Let us know what you think. That really helps us out. Uh, we're trying to revive some of the lost causes of uh, <laughs> of the uh, horror viewing community. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck I'm saying at this point. I'm delirious. You nailed it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we'll see you next week with The Burning Moon. Guten Tag. Honey, being from New York, I'm sure that you're aware that people have been making and swapping homemade porno movies for years. Well, you see, we like to make our own brand of down-home snuff movies. Of course, casting these things is a bit difficult. You can never use the same actor twice. <laughs> and if we used ourselves, it, of course, would cut down on the size of our audience. So, we use transients. People passing through. Or people who want to leave. 